0: What's up, fans? This is another episode of the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. We have all five of the gentlemen that host this podcast in the house tonight, so we'll introduce everyone real quick and get kicked off with our Wednesday deep dive episode. This is Aaron. I'm here with uh, Mr. Two Chains. How are you feeling? Everybody, everybody. Whoa, you sounded like a robot there. <laughs> um, Mr. Silly Sellers, how are you?
1: Doing good, sir. Uh. Emotional raw from last night, but you
2: know, doing good.
0: Sure, Dr. M. Long time no talkie.
2: Yep, good to uh, chat with you guys again. Um, like Celis, definitely uh, an emotional raw last night, still kind of processing some things
3: myself. So, yeah. mm.
0: and let's not forget my friend and yours, Mr. D Wayne.
3: Yeah, um, hello. I'm just Processing
0: everything that happened since yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's kind of go through the, the real the timeline of that. So, I feel like it was about Sunday we got word that Daniel Bryan was spotted at the airport headed to Seattle for RAW, and um, I initially became very excited about it. It's like, oh, finally they cleared him. This is going to be great. We get to do the yes chant in Dallas. And then I'm at work. I don't, what was that? Probably late Monday morning, you guys started texting our group text, our text chat thing on the iPhone, and um, said something about Daniel Bryan retiring. I went and looked more into that after I got off work before Raw, and he had confirmed it himself on his Twitter. And so I said, oh, maybe it's just a clever work, you know, Mark Henry style. And then uh, ESPN started reporting it, and um tmz and everybody else and i was like okay maybe this isn't fake and you find out you know they do like the whole career retrospective <laughs> highlights throughout raw and we get to the the main event segment and what would you say he talked for guys like 20 minutes about something like yeah, that
4: yeah it didn't officially go off the air until 11
3: 25 okay and they definitely ran over
0: and d- did you guys go on the uh the network and watch what happened afterwards I yes, I did. Yeah, I, I ran and got the iPad and, and did the same. And That's
4: another eight minutes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was um, that was a tough raw. You know, uh, all of us, excluding two chains, were in New Orleans for his big moment at WrestleMania 30, and I guess I'm I, I'm gonna kick it to you guys first, just to get your reaction to kind of the whole chain of events starting from Sunday on till. Raw last night, and I guess he's going to be on Sports Center sometime tonight with the coach. I'm, I'll catch that online later, I guess. But um, Dr. M, I, you've been known to get emotional during tennis matches on the TV, so um, I'm going to guess that it was a little bit teary-eyed in uh, in your neck of the woods, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, definitely, it was emotional, and I think I was just first say, like, what a stunning, what five, six months this has been for WWE. Yeah, right, because. Obviously, Daniel Bryan's retirement is the biggest story, but that plus all these injuries that have happened, and like injuries to top stars too. Yeah. So, part of me like really feels for WWE right now, and uh, because I, I don't think they can take any more bad news between now and WrestleMania. Um, and you have to admire how resilient they are. The ball is still rolling; they're still going with whatever plans they have for Mania. But you got to think too that. They're probably on pins and needles like everyone else, just hoping that nothing else bad happens. Um, but, uh, yeah, in terms of Daniel Bryan, definitely it's tough to watch that segment last night. Um, I liked how real it was. You could tell that there was, at least it didn't seem to me there was anything scripted about it. Um, and I like that you know he took as much time as he wanted to because Raw definitely did run late last night, but um, it was fine, and I think he deserved that moment. And I think I would just end with um, this was retweeted on our Twitter page today, but um, one of the members of the Young Bucks tweeted, I think it was late last night or early this morning, that we have to remember that our favorite wrestlers now, and even our wrestlers that aren't our favorites, everybody is temporary. And it just makes me think about how we tune into Raw and whatever other wrestling shows we watch every week expecting to see guys like KO, Dolph Ziggler, uh, whoever our favorite wrestlers are, come out and perform. And you just never know what might be the case next week or the week after. So um, definitely this situation is helping me, if anything, appreciate what these men and women in WWE and all across wrestling do every week.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think about you and um, Celis down in Atlanta for WrestleMania 27. You ended up seeing what ended up being Edge's last match, and you had no idea at that time that that was going to be it. And two weeks later, it was eerily, this was my take on it, was eerily similar to how Daniel Bryan did last night. You heard the rumors, and he comes out and um, just retires, and it's like, oh, my God, like we're never going to see this guy wrestle again. Um, yep. The haircut was similar to Edge's too, which was also kind of weird for me because you remember Edge cut his hair the year after that for the Hall of Fame ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, let's pass it to you next, to James. Yeah, so I mean, basically, like, uh, the, the first thing kind of like trickled
4: me was this uh, how, um, like I said, I don't know if you guys, uh, but uh, me, and myself, everybody has their one favorite shirt, and I'm a very big plaster advocate. And I thought it was so funny that Dave Bryant. I said that he almost wore the same shirt, the same shirt he wore when he came out to uh, vacate the Intercontinental Championship.
1: <laughs> oh so, man! And then he said, Bree was like, "You know, you wore that." And he was like, "Oh
4: yeah, I did." So they had to run out and buy a new shirt. So that I thought was funny. But um, you know, just to go on a different note, um, clearly it's going to be missed. I just really pray that they never open up the type of storyline and book and that they did for him because that is forever going to be, um that's going to forever like hold a place in all wrestling fan hearts. And so I just hope that they don't revisit it with anybody else.
0: That's a great point. I mean, is isn't it? It's, they're kind of trying to do it with Roman Reigns a little bit, right? Now. The, the fans are. The fans ain't having that. No, <laughs> no, not they're not. Line. Yeah, they're not. You're absolutely right. Uh, um, uh Mr. Sellers, you were in New Orleans with us two years I was. was I mean man that was a short two years not even two years ago and look at where we're at with him now this is terrible right
2: yeah
1: and and I'm gonna pick you off of Dr. M for a second because if you think about it and and once again I have to plug my 49ers when I'm about to say this if you think about the last calendar year we are now going to be experiencing the retirement era for young superstars now Daniel Bryan's uh 34 years old he's turning 35 this year and he's retiring. Marshawn Lynch is unofficially but officially retired, and he's only 29. Even though Peyton Manning's going to retire, um, he's going to retire at his age at 39. Even Chris Borland, retired at the age of 23, 24. Patrick Willis, retired at the age of 31. Calvin Johnson's retired at the age of 31. If you can feel where I'm going with this, a lot of time these professional athletes, and sticking with wrestling and football, you know, two things that we love the most, but of course we're a wrestling podcast, so we're going to be partial to that. You have a lot of superstars that are now trying to retire at an early age due to health injuries. And we just have to go back to what you even said about the Young Bucks, Dr. M, that we have to enjoy the moments that we have now. We all thought that Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30, when he had his moment, that he would be a multi-WWE World Heavyweight Champion, but he never got it back. And we just have to make sure that if people are going for that quote-unquote brass ring, make sure you go for it because you may not get back on top. Even going back to WrestleMania 27 when Dr. <laughs> M and I was there. The Miz main event at WrestleMania, and and he never got a chance to go back to being the main event at that Mania. That's why CM Punk was so upset because he never had that WrestleMania moment because you can't take for granted the time that you have. And once you have it, you have to just take it to for what you have and use it the best way you can. And when I saw him retire last night, you could just tell he didn't want to give it up. But it just comes to a time where your body shuts down and you just can't do it anymore. So we really have to just say, hey, if you're a one-time WWE World Heavyweight Champion, you get to that top and you get your WrestleMania moment, just enjoy for what it is. You, know, you never know if you'll get it again or have an opportunity because anything can happen. So you just really have to make sure, just like what Dr. Emily Youngbuck said, just enjoy that moment when you get to that top because you never know what can happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, we we know so much more about about what these athletes go through physically now. And he spoke about the concussion thing last night. And, like, yep. it almost made me sick to my stomach listening to it. We said, yeah, I, I had my first concussion. I had like, three of them when I was 18. And you have another right. one and another one. And I was just like, man. Like, he's only, what did he say he was, 34? Is that how old Daniel Bryan yeah, is? Yeah, 34. Man. 34. You just think about that and, like, it makes you sick to your stomach. And I guess I'm glad that they, they held him out and did the testing because if that's what's best for him, you know, I'm not gonna selfishly be one of these people that chance no, no, don't retire like you gave your body to this to this profession for many, many years, and you know made a lot of enjoyment for a lot of people. Who am I to say you need to stick around um as opposed to hanging up, but I agree he looked like he really didn't want to. he's not at peace with it yet, and hopefully he gets there um d Wayne, I thought of you last night when I was watching his promo. I remember, you know, we were all pretty mad at WrestleMania 30 when the streak was ended by Brock Lesnar. But nobody in that arena, except for the gentleman that they had the shot of in the front row, nobody was more (laughs) angry than you. Um, I remember the words, worst WrestleMania of all time, coming out of your mouth that night. Um, But you were very excited at the end of the show when Daniel Bryan won in the main event. And I, I don't think there's many people that could have turned that night around for folks like Daniel Bryan did with that story that he told throughout the beginning of the show to the end. I, I just thought of you last night about that a little bit.
3: So, so WrestleMania 30 was my first WrestleMania. And it, it's, it's funny because when I heard that I thought when I heard that he was going to retire I, that's the first thing I thought of, that I was at his WrestleMania moment and it's just like it's amazing to me that I was there. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of people can't say that. Like I look it through my phone and see videos of people with the yes chant. Even the raw before with the yes chant. Yep. I still have videos yep. of that. And it's it's just amazing. The in my lifetime I haven't saw a crowd really get behind a person like that. Yeah, and and it's it's amazing, and it, what makes it even more amazing is the fact that he's not this larger than life sized person. He's he's typically small. Um, five ten. He's like one hundred ninety you
0: know, pounds, is small. what he said last night. One
3: hundred ninety, maybe no no more than two, and it's it's just it's just amazing that he changed how we how we want our wrestlers to be we don't want them with size we want them with excitement passion technique and it's 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 just amazing how he changed what we wanted what the wwe's universe wanted he even made vince mcmahon look he still loves his larger life people mind you but he made even vince mcmahon look for it's more to 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 a wrestler than just size so it's it's amazing. And it kind of, when I was listening to his, to his retirement promo last night, I, I got the, the sense that this was coming for a while. And the reason why I said it is because he said that last week he had a new concussion, a new test done on the brain. Well, when I was doing research, it was, it's not really any new test out for the brain. So I think they did the test that he already did in It came up to the, do I really want to fight this anymore? Like, they're not going to clear me because they really think they really care about my safety. Right. Um, So it made me think about they knew this for a while. And rather, they wanted to be done with this saga before WrestleMania than to keep dragging it and keep dragging it on. Um, Which is great because, like I said, now, now we know we we had we had our Daniel Bryan moment. We loved it for what it was, but I mean, I, I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss him. He put on the best matches, and now it's time for us to you know see what WWE can be with other people. And mind you, we might not get the same storyline if, if the storyline is going to replicate. Mm-hmm. And it, the, while we say we don't want the same storyline, the truth is those those type of storylines that he's in are the best storylines. So it's going to be replication here and there. And it's the reason why we're not so accepting of it when it comes to someone like Roman Reigns is because he doesn't relate to us. He doesn't. He he's 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 a person of marginalized He has size. He has looks. You know, a lot of wrestling fans. That's not relatable. It's he's he's the the ten percent, and <laughs> he's the ten percent. He has he has good genes. He he has good genes, but the regular average dude, you know, walks around, maybe looks average shape. Doesn't look like that. He doesn't relate to us.
4: I got plenty. <clears throat> I got plenty issues with Roman Reigns.
3: Yeah. And, and and he, he is not kind of available to us, mind you. I think he's gonna be good. It's just like you can't take Daniel Bryan moment and be with a dude that's larger than life. I can see if he was small of Daniel Bryan's statue, and even though it might be similar, it may it's going it would be more acceptable. But it just can't.
4: I think, uh, like I said before, I said the two things you can't beat in life is father time and the WWE universe. Like, <laughs> you're either you're either over or you're not. And the reason why Daniel Bryan, for one, is a success is because uh, in life everybody has struggles. So to see somebody that has, um, I'm not going to say a physical struggle, but in, in the eyes of what society may deem it to be, a physical limitation so to see somebody to be 190 what is he 5'9 which is like 20 pounds bigger than me and one inch shorter than me to see him to go to the very top and to carry a company on his back is an amazing story in his own but yep. not only just that he didn't do it normal head he didn't do it narrow sighted he didn't have um full cooperation he had to change his gimmick a couple of times i mean as much as the yes movement was over he had the no movement which wasn't i wouldn't say so successful he had to take the tag team ropes i mean he'd he done he done a lot to, to get where he, he did that this is why did. this is this is my issue with ronan reigns is one of the issue one of the one of the two issues i have is one he's had it easy he had family which you know i can't i can't fall him for that but nonetheless actually yes, you, de- you definitely have family and two sir you never had to change your gimmick. it was you had it so sweet that you had one of the most successful stables and you was able to continue it on same right. entrance <laughs> you know same entrance now you can shake the hands of the crowd you know same outfit same music everything like you did not have to do much. And even with the fact that you not even developing good social, uh, good mic skills, Dave was like, fine, he's never wanted to get better on mic, so let's just make his mic skills limited, you know? Right. And, and, and then the other thing, like, like um, D-Wayne said, like,
0: can't really relate to D Wayne. I mean to uh excuse me, to uh I can't to, relate to, to D Wayne. He's crazy. <laughs> to, to, to Ronan to Reigns. They're building him as a
4: as a superhero and everybody knows that no matter how much, you know, you may favor of a super superhero, there's always gonna be another hero. And, you know, at the at the current time, I mean, even superheroes not being liked is a popular thing. Like but to try to build him as the likable superhero is not going to work in everybody's eyes. Like it's, you know, we can make an argument here in the in the in the group now. Who's your favorite superhero? Somebody's gonna say Batman, but I would never say that. I would never say Superman. You know, those are the those are the characters that had it easy in their storylines, you know. I like the people that had, you know, persevered through things and challenges like you know, like The Flash, you know, lost his mom and you know, um, had to figure out how to solve the mystery of his dad. Like those are those are things people can relate to. <laughs> you don't you can't relate to somebody that was just given everything, and all of a sudden you become the man.
0: So well, that's why I'm I'm so interested in this triple threat because I don't you know Roman Reigns almost as an afterthought. You got the Beast Brock Lesnar, and then you got Dean Ambrose, who's like I'm gonna take a beating and another beating, and I'm gonna kill you anyways. And he kicked him in the ding-ding last night in the words of Steve Carino.
4: That's my favorite word of
0: all Yeah, time. that's that's a quote from Steve Carino from ROH. Um, King Carino, a.k.a. Mr. Wrestling 3. Um, th- that's what's going to be so fun about that match is cheering for Dean Ambrose. Do I expect him to win? No. But do I expect him to be a, be a part of whatever the Roman Reigns story is? I think he has to be. I think he's the linchpin that makes it work.
4: I have to make one more one more comment, and I know D-Wayne had to see this because, you know, me and him are definitely all over the rumors real early. So I'm hearing, and D-Wayne, you can tell me if you heard this too, but I'm hearing that Vince McMahon is derailing, derailing um, the Braun Strowman Undertaker match because of the internet reaction to it, right? Isn't it quite funny that he's, he's going to try to pull the plug on that? But everybody has been hearing rumors that Ronald Reigns is gonna be the to become victorious, to go to, to go to WrestleMania to fight Triple H to become victorious. And he knows the crowd is not gonna get behind that. And once and once fast lane, once that once that match starts, and then everybody's cheering for Dean Ambrose, I guarantee that the, the outcome won't be nothing but what's already been predicted online. And that's the other thing. Like he just has it easy because he has full cooperation behind Vince Man. In this lackluster of a storyline that's so predictable that people've been predicting
3: it since last year. <laughs> I the reason why they not gonna pull the plug on that Roman Reigns match because this is the man is not—he doesn't want to say he's wrong. Exactly. Um, exactly. And, and pulling the pulling, he already did that with Daniel Bryan, and even though it was a major success is still a man of that type of caliber who has an ego the size of the world. Right. He doesn't want to admit that him pushing Roman Reigns is is wrong.
0: Yeah, but look at how WrestleMania ended last year. We thought this year was going to be the year of the Roman Reigns reign, no pun intended, but it ended up being Seth Rollins' year.
3: Yeah, because... It's, it's, it was actually it was a great swerve and I, I agree that was a great swerve but
0: do you think they'll do it again this year?
3: you know what in my in, I can sit here and say last night when I was thinking about it and it's funny how the whole Raw went went I and mean, you had this basically Brock Lesnar and Dean Ambrose you know being physical but Roman Reigns is just sitting back doing nothing yeah so I found that kind of Interesting. Are they leading to uh, Dean Ambrose versus Brock Lesnar free feud at Wrestle at WrestleMania, or is it going to be some type of sneaky something?
4: It's going to be a sneaky something.
3: Like I'm still trying to figure that out. We're still waiting on that. You know that's coming. Like, it's everything is so predictable. It's coming out yeah. of that. But, but Aaron, to, to your
4: point, though, um, I think the only difference between last year and this year is that last year um, Social Network was its own entity in, in regards to rumors and pretty much uh, creative control, and they didn't totally embrace it, whereas now this year... You know, something gets so popular, so hot online that they allude to it, either on their website or, you know, Triple H is very good for coming out, you know, speaking about, you know, what he may have read and stuff like that. So, you know, with last year, um, the Seth Rollins, I mean, excuse me, yeah, the Seth Rollins surprise wasn't something that they seen and that was never rumored, so they was able to go with it. But now with, you know, how we're able to predict um, a lot of the you know, the outcomes of matches and um, a lot of stuff gets leaked, they kind of abide by it, you know? And we we heard their styles was coming, they announced it, and there ain't ways long for them to come out, you know what I mean? So I think that
0: kind of really dictates what, what sort of says happened with Storyline, except for Roman Reigns. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, like, if they just went chalk with it, and by chalk I mean Roman Reigns wins at fast lane, Roman Reigns is the babyface avenging his loss to, you know, in the Rumble and beats Triple H at WrestleMania. That's that's pretty that's a pretty straightforward feud, you know, much like Hulk Hogan getting his revenge on Macho Man at WrestleMania 5 or Austin getting his comeuppance on the Rock at WrestleMania 15. Um, you could look ahead to John Cena winning his first title against JBL, getting his comeuppance. And I feel like today's wrestling fan that story still works if if the babyface is beloved enough and this babyface is not it's just not and they've tried since you know pretty much post WrestleMania 30 up until this point to get him ready and he's not and it's not roman's fault you know you guys talked earlier about how he's not one of us he's this big chiseled good-looking guy who has the pedigree of his family And he's been pushed to the moon with, you know, the gimmick that he pretty much stole the shield gimmick for himself in a lot of ways with the look (laughs) and the entrance and whatever and the music. Um, But, you know, the fans aren't accepting of that. I almost would rather, if you look back at the Rocky Maivia evolution into the rock character, if he just went and told the fans to shove it. Or if like, you know what would be the best, if they were going to go chalk and have him Triple H at WrestleMania, you know what would be the best ending? Have him come out, have him go through any authority people that come out, League of Nations, and then have him win by rolling up the tights at the end. Wouldn't that be something? He's just like, you know what? Screw you guys. I'm going to be the man. I'm going to do what I have to do. I'm not trying to impress you anymore. You guys don't even like me, you know the rock says know your role you know you, you, it writes itself but wouldn't that be something too i feel like dean ambrose is probably going to be more involved with that than what we were predicting right now but i don't know that would be a pretty, that would be a pretty interesting end to wrestlemania too and then yeah, to have him just beat down triple h again or something
3: here's my thing first of all i, I think one thing A lot of people have issue with him. It's not it's the pedigree, it's the way he looks, it's the how easy he had things. But you have to look at him. He doesn't look like a baby face at all. No. Nothing about him screams baby face. Nothing. Yeah, let's not forget the shoe wasn't even a
0: baby face. No, they were heels. Up until they (laughs) feuded with evolution.
4: Yeah. But you know what? You know what matters? Now he's smiles so now he's a face <laughs> i mean i mean I, you know you know if one person that can relate to this is the big show man it's i'm telling you it takes it takes a lot for me to talk about the big show without cursing the big show the big show he cuss he'll face every other role either he's smiling or he's me mugging and i just like who are you today and that's exactly what Roman Reigns did.
0: Doctor M, what are, what do you make of this whole triple threat? Where are they, where are they going with it, and where do you want them to go with it? You've heard well, all of us talk about it.
2: Uh, well, first of all, I've long supported the idea of Roman Reigns being heel. Um, I think, I mean, I think Vince McMahon is at least partially right about Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns can definitely be a star. But a star as a heel, as um, you guys have kind of suggested here. So I think, if not before, then definitely definitely after WrestleMania, I, I would make Roman Reigns into sort of the jerk heel that he looks like he has the potential to be. And I would even pair the Usos with him, to be quite honest. Because Ooh, <laughs>
0: so. <laughs>
2: but, but look at, I mean, as of late, in their fuse with the New Day, people cheer the New Day. They couldn't care less about the Usos. Last night, when the Dudleys turned on them, people were cheering the Dudleys. They were. It's time, for the, it's time for the Usos to do something different, and I would strongly consider making them heels, reforming the Samoan SWAT team like they had back in the 80s, and, you know, taking them in a different direction.
0: And, and, bring up Samoa Joe to be the heavy.
4: Yeah, they please. Can, they can do that, too. Yeah. Please get, get I need the job. <laughs>
0: i know i yeah
2: that's a that's a agreed. masterpiece that's a masterpiece agreed agree. dr m agreed good job but, um, but with the triple threat though um i agree with everything you all said i i mean i think they probably are going to go with triple h and roman but honestly like especially after last night i think dean ambrose is very quickly becoming the star of this whole thing mm-hmm. i mean yeah brock is a star but we always expect that out of brock uh um, right but I thought Dean Ambrose outshined pretty much everybody last night even though he got f 5 would what twice, three times, right But he for some reason it seems like he outshined everybody. so I wouldn't be shocked if WWE did pull the swerve and have him win at Fast Lane, although as unlikely as it seems.
0: Yeah. Um, but
2: even if they don't, I, I fully expect him to be involved. In some capacity, in in the last match, I made
0: yeah. That was my favorite thing for Raw. What do you? Is it an F two now? It's pretty weak, bro. <laughs> 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 it was so good. Um, oh man! Well, that
4: was that was that
0: was beautiful. We we can sit here in fantasy book. it. We all know where it's going, fellas. I'm, yeah. So so it's so our own fault for getting upset about it because we sit here and make it better, and then we you know. We need to really just lower our expectations at this point. you know, yeah,
4: I, That's what it's, worked it's last year. Like a stress ball or
0: something. <laughs> well, I, here's the way. I choose to look at it like this. It's going to be a great weekend in Dallas. It just so happens that the main event might kind of suck a little bit. But to be fair, Triple H will make it a good match. He has a penchant for performing on the big stage. But think about it like this. We're going to get to see Finn Balor. We're going to get to see the American NXT debut of Shinsuke Nakamura. We're going to get to see the Young Bucks and Jay Lethal and all of our favorites preceding Roman Reigns. So I'm not going to let stupid Roman Reigns ruin my weekend because it's going to be a fun weekend up to that point.
1: (laughs) But wait, but wait. but You're missing missing one element, uh, Aaron. Roman Reigns has a chance to become a three-time WWE World Heavyweight Champion, and we're counting down to 15. (laughs) I'm just saying, or 16, whatever you want to call it. 15 compared to Cena, 16 compared to Rick, but he'll be a three-time champion on his way to 15 or 16. It's like I'm in baseball season. I'm counting down the Ks until he becomes, like, you know, 16 strikeouts or something like that. That's what I'm counting.
2: (sighs) He's on his way to more title reigns than Daniel Bryan. Let that sit for a second. He's already there.
0: How many title reigns (laughs) did, did like, Hogan only had, like, what, between WCW and WWE, he had like what, maybe nine or ten?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I think like Bret Hart only had like, what did he have, like five?
1: But they had longer reigns then. You didn't have them keep on dropping the belt to get it back. Like they held it for a good five, six that's months. True. Yeah,
0: they it. yeah, Bret went around the world and back with that title. You know, he Roman. It, that's the thing that like kind of bugs me a little bit about all these title reign records. It's like, you know, Ric Flair didn't have like. Someone cashing in money in the bank annually on him, and he didn't right. have someone winning the Royal Rumble every year, and you know stuff like that, tournaments, and I don't know. No, I see what you. I see what you're saying though. We really, we really need to make some sort of a clever sign to kind of protest the whole thing at WrestleMania, you guys.
1: Hey, you, you want to make your uh, what, what was it twenty twenty tombstones of why Roman shouldn't win?
0: Yeah, and then he's gonna sit there and win, and then no one want to hold up my sign.
1: Like, <laughs> right, exactly. What he's so alluding
0: to, great. fans, is I made a tombstone sign for every WrestleMania victory by the Undertaker, and then I I held up the one where he was gonna be twenty, what was it, twenty two and zero when he beat Brock, yeah. and um, I handed him out in our section. We were in like the lower bowl behind the announce table, like we had really boss seats at the Superdome and everyone's like oh these signs are great like they were I, I spent time on them they were very detailed
1: literally a lot of time and, and they were great
0: and then we didn't hold them up because the streak was broken and it was
3: everybody <laughs> like was everybody in our depressed. section was just like oh my god
0: yeah Bryce is over there worst Wrestlemania of all time you guys let's go beat the traffic let's get out of here literally right then and there he wanted that to happen he was just like this is the worst he's like C- minus. <laughs> <laughs> It,
3: it was like taking away my childhood.
0: It was just. Oh yeah, you you left your innocence in New Orleans.
3: <laughs> oh, you did. Yeah, you, you did.
0: You left your. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Um,
2: more ways than one. I have the right.
0: best. I have the best picture of him. You remember when we went to that candy apple store in the French Quarter? Yeah. And I have yeah. this. Oh yeah. I have this picture because him and my wife really wanted one, and you got one covered in like Oreos, right? Yeah, hey, thanks, sir. So. And then my wife got, like, a white chocolate one. I have a picture of the two of you looking at all of them in the case, and you just look so happy to be there. <laughs> <laughs> and then she has this she – she took the camera. You remember the part at the beginning? It was Hogan and The Rock and Austin. And she has this picture of the four of us guys um from the side we all just look like kids on christmas we're like so (laughs) freaking happy to be there (laughs) i
1: think it's even on facebook too
0: (laughs) it is i'm sure i'm sure i put it up Uh. (laughs) man and that that those are the days you guys when wrestling was fun when roman reigns was in a six-man tag and wasn't affecting the main event scene and here we are now just two short years later um We're going to have plenty of time to complain about this between now and WrestleMania. Um, I'm
1: excited. I'm so excited. I'm sorry.
0: No, I am. You know what? Let's do this. We need to get the wrestling podcast back on track here and get excited and positive. The power of positivity, as our friends in the New Day put it. I want to go around the horn, and I want everyone to say one thing that they're excited about for WrestleMania season. Something that's positive, because our last episode for the Wednesday deep dive was called The Bummer Cast, because we were watching a three-hour Raw, bummed out, when we recorded that. We did not make that mistake this week. We're recording on Tuesday and watching Total Divas. Um, I'm going to start with you, Doctor. and What's something you're excited about for WrestleMania? We need to get positive here.
2: I am excited to see Kevin Owens' debut on the big stage. Um, I'm excited to see what... WWE decides what role they decide to put him in because I think he is going to have a major role at WrestleMania in some way, some some kind of marquee match where he'll get to shine. So I'm I'm excited to see him get what I think he deserves, uh, which is a spot at uh, the biggest wrestling event
0: of them all. Plus, he's going to win Money in the Bank in a couple months too. Let's be right, real, right, right, <laughs> um, Mister Two Chains. This is your first WrestleMania
4: indeed so i think that speaks enough for my excitement
0: yeah what are are i mean are you looking forward to just kind of being around wrestling for a whole weekend or are you excited just for the the main event itself main event being wrestlemania or what uh what are you really most looking forward to i guess
4: i mean uh i mean it's a lot of factors one uh it would be my first time visiting texas so mm-hmm. i'd be excited for the weather the food um it's good to always be around a, a, a tremendous atmosphere of people that's, you know, that share the same likes as you. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it's going to be good to be with you guys, but um, to, to be really particular in what um, I'm most interested in is definitely to see my man, Swaggy Nakamura. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, it's just like, nothing's better than when uh, crazy rumors such as that Actually comes into play, and you're already locked in for it, you know. So I, I don't know. Like I know, I know, Mr. Sellers. <laughs> I know, <laughs> Mr. Sellers can relate to this one, but you know, like how, like you know, we already had our NXT tickets, and then for that to, you know, for them to say that's his debut, like, oh man, we already got that. We're good, you know. It's right, here, right, right. But you know, with your wife you know she watched uh the super bowl and then i said no she hears like oh my god be all having a world tour and the oh struggle get tickets oh my the, god the yeah agony the agony <laughs> you know? so it just it just felt good that we already had our chips aligned and like we're all locked and loaded so yeah um so peace of mind and it's gonna be a beautiful bliss to get out there so
0: did she get her tickets mr silly Sauce?
4: no saw no, she's still trying and
1: that's why she even posted on Facebook, you know, this is struggles. Not literally felt for her because that really could have been us at WrestleMania. The same exact type setup.
4: Exactly, exactly my point.
0: Jeez. <laughs> um, go to you next, Mr. Silly Sells. What this is your third WrestleMania as it is for me and uh, Dr. M. What are you most excited for this time around?
1: I'm excited for what band is going to play for what superstar is going to lose. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I, I'm actually, I was about to say, what? <laughs> because, no, if you think about it, like every person, like in the last five years, that had a band come out, and if you remember, Bray Wyatt had the band come out, yeah. play his entrance music, he yeah. lost. Yeah. Yeah. you know so whoever and even you know i think triple h one year had motorhead come out and that's when we we're gonna miss you know and then triple h lost that year but you know the one thing i'm really looking forward to and we kind of touched around it it's just the when i'm calling the super bowl of all wrestlings we're taking practically the nxt's biggest pay-per-view being next to wrestlemania we're taking wrestlemania and we're taking roh you know believe it or not one of their biggest pay-per-views comparing against uh, a wrestlemania it's not their biggest name pay-per-view but anytime you have a pay-per-view that's going head-to-head with wrestlemania you're going to try to put on a good show so I'm calling this the Super Bowl of wrestling where we get to see all this great wrestling you know in, in, in such a short time live we're not seen on the network we're not seen on the internet like you said 2 chains who are there live I'm, I'm just very appreciative about that so it's like it doesn't even matter what happens I just am looking forward to being entertained. cool
0: Mr. D. Wayne your second Wrestlemania <laughs> so
3: this is my second Wrestlemania and I'm excited for three reasons one of course <laughs> it's in Dallas at the home that Jerry Jones built <laughs> oh lord Boot <laughs> <laughs> uh, this dude out Boot him out uh, two this is something I always wanted to see I want to see Finn Balor's entrance in person mm. <laughs> and that's that's something that you know I'm really looking forward to and three of course I can't forget about the boss. Oh, possibly God. getting her WrestleMania moment. So I'm ready. I'm
0: ready. <sighs> you just got me this excited, excited for week. WrestleMania. Those are so you guys all hit on things that I'm excited for. I am excited for my first Ring of Honor show. Um, I'm excited You're to love it. I'm excited to attend a super kick party in person. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to see who is Who's on uh, those TV tapings for Ring of Honor that we have tickets to? I know that um, Kenny Omega is kind of taking the AJ Styles spot and working as a top guy in New Japan as well as Ring of Honor now. That's like a thing that I read recently. So this may be our first time seeing Kenny Omega in person, you know, the Young Bucks. I I don't think I saw Jay Lethal at the TNA show I went to years ago. Um, I'm excited for the WrestleMania debuts. You know, you mentioned Kevin Owens, Dr. M. I'm equally excited for AJ Styles first time at the big dance. Um, you know, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, Charlotte will all be making their WrestleMania debuts. Um, just people like that. Um, I'm excited hopefully to see Bray Wyatt finally get a WrestleMania victory. I think that he has a good shot of that against Brock Lesnar. I think that's the more interesting way to go, assuming that's the match and i'm like uh like you said uh to james nakamura coming into the company that's just going to that place is going to be so loud and i hope that they open with that match that place is going to go insane i will um i need to go soon cuz my computer is about to die but before we do that we have our resident diva's expert in the house so we would be remiss if we didn't get your kind of hot take on the tag match between Team Bad versus Sasha and Becky at Fastlane and kind of moving into what seems to be a triple threat match for the Divas title at Mania. Uh,
2: yeah, I'm looking. I'm actually looking forward to that tag match. Um, I always like when there's more than one sort of major Divas storyline happening um, because WWE definitely has the caliber of talent with the Divas now where they can do that. Um, so... Yeah, looking forward to it, and I think it's going to be a great match. Um, and the one thing I guess I don't understand is how Brie Bella is fitting to, into this whole thing. I placeholder. Guess she's just a placeholder. Placeholder. Um, so yeah, that's kind of weird. But other than that, I think WWE is headed in the right direction with divas.
0: Awesome. Um, <clears throat> excuse I me. Mean, you don't. You don't.
4: You don't think her match? she dictate um, anything in regard to her possibly having um, a shot at sort of say a rematch or anything for Fatal 4 I'm still I'm, I'm still budging towards that but I'm just wondering you know um, you know do you do you get her ready um, are you are you preparing some type of storyline for that or you know does Naomi that she's clear you know do you uh, you know do you bring her to it like I guess with this tag match happening, then with that championship match happening, it's just kind of weird to say like, okay, you guys are slightly in contention right now, building views, but now to go to down, you go to WrestleMania, now you become irrelevant to the story.
2: Yeah, um, I did think about the possibility of them for some reason trying to wedge Brie Bella into the Divas title match at Mania. Uh, if anything, I think in addition to the title match at Mania. The divas are probably going to have a solid match on the on the pre-show in some capacity, um, so that yeah. they'll still get their shot to be in front of you know all those thousands of people. But no, I think the the mania match should definitely be kept to a small number. Like I think the triple threat match is the way to go.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, have you, anybody have any kind of last minute things here before we sign off?
4: Yeah, funny, funny thing. So, um, on the um, WWE Network, the, of
0: the conclusion of Raw,
4: did you guys see what Vince McMahon walked on stage?
0: What happened? No. <laughs>
4: oh, with <we're> Titus? <tired>. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Titus must be strong and I don't know what. I think he tried to, I think he tried to like dap Vince McMahon or something. And when he pulled Vince McMahon it looked like this man had fell off a step or tripped over a floor or something. It was hilarious. Because I was like, what the? And I look and see Titus smile. I was like, oh, I see. I was dying when I started
0: to So if you see Titus' job to, to Stardust next week, you're going to know what's up. Uh,
4: don't no, do dust. that to Stardust. Don't do that to him. Stardust Sa- <laughs> has been has been the focal point of the internet today with how he cannot execute the yes chat. I know y'all can see that Hold on, I'm about to go see it right now Wait a <laughs> minute looking, He was looking stiffer than anything I've ever seen <laughs> They were they were letting him have it Give
2: Stardust a chance the, the one thing I would just add guys is that I can attest to the fact that you all should look forward to the food in Texas um, Because uh, it's pretty great, I, I'll just say that I, great, have, great, great.
0: <clears throat> I have some restaurants picked out we started a group travel document. Um, we're going to eat well. I can assure you that. I, I have a place picked out in Fort Worth for Friday lunch. We're going to we're gonna get some mean um, smoke pit barbecue, I think. Or I'm going to throw a fit nice. if we don't go there. It's going to be pretty – it looks pretty legit. Um, well, I guess we'll kind of leave it at that then, you guys. Um, so where we touch on three quick topics that are in the wrestling news to get you guys started on your next wrestling week and adventures. Um, but check out our previous episodes at bgbgroup.tumblr.com follow us on Twitter at bgbgroup, facebook.com slash biggoldbelt and uh, we enjoy interacting with everybody on Twitter, I know Celis and Two Chains, you guys were, were definitely in the mix last night with people during Raw and, uh, we have an exciting Smackdown coming up tomorrow um, with AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho part 2, that's starting to get kind of heated too maybe we can talk more about that on Sunday um,
1: don't sleep on
0: the Miz don't sleep on the Miz I am really, I am excited to see where he kind of fits into this I, what they're doing is just to be brief is they're really doing a great job of establishing AJ and getting him over with the crowd like very quickly I'm really impressed with it's a good use of Jericho I'll say that it's a really good yep, use of yep. Jericho Um, but until next time for the whole crew this is Aaron we'll catch you guys on the next episode of the Big O Belt Wrestling Podcast have a great rest of your week